Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan. I am here with Big Cass. We delayed this episode, and I'm so happy we delayed this cast. Um, Thursday, like we just wanted to watch the games. There's a couple games Thursday night, you know, doubleheader ladies and then men's against Minnesota. Ladies, you know, get it done as usual. Men's it, tough battle against, you know, at the Jameson battle homecoming game. The barn in Minnesota is rocking just too much. Um, that was like their Super Bowl. But but I'll tell you what, Jake Diebler, he had them ready to go for probably the toughest road game of the year in the Breslin Center. Ohio State hasn't won there, I don't know, in how long. I think since 2012. William Buford hit the three-point shot in 2013. And it, and just like magic, Dale Bonner hits hits a buzzer beater for the win. Um, And the Buckeyes, man, it, it, it wasn't a good game. It was a great game. You know, it was it was ugly. It was Big Ten basketball, but we had – Devin Royal, man. Felix Akparo had an insane block. I think that was really the momentum swinger there, too. Isn't it amazing how good our two bigs have been playing since Holtman's been gone, meaning Akpara and Devin Royal? Like, Devin Royal is starting to finally get it going, which is I'm happy about because uh-huh. he's a Pickerington kid. So... Even Zed Key, when, uh, and, uh, really the big shift in that game today... When we went big, when we started playing with Zed Key and Akpar and really Royal, there was a momentum shift. Diebler found something. Diebler's finding matchups. And even, even on that last play with the buzzer beater with Dale Bonner, it's a good inbounds play. There was some ball movement. Like, we drew something up. We look like a team. It's And, Cass, you brought you brought up a great point. Why, why are we not now, you know, we have a great resume when you're looking at it. Wins over Purdue, Alabama. Uh, like Purdue now, uh, are going to be probably uh, Purdue's going to be a one seed. Alabama is probably going to be a three, three to four seed. Um, wins over um, UCLA, uh, Michigan State. Uh, I'm missing some too. I mean, it's just like let's see is, here. This is a good team now. All of a hey, sudden. they should count it. We beat Dayton in an exhibition, very first game, seventy-eight seventy. They won't. They won't. They won't. Yeah, they won't even factor that in but they should they really should we got win against alabama minnesota ucla west virginia i don't know how good west virginia is um maryland is going to be a tournament team purdue it feels like all these teams are going to be tournament teams, but Ohio State. Because I was looking, too, before this game. And now Michigan State. Before this game, yeah. Before this game, Ohio State, it said they only had a 1% chance to make the tournament. I don't understand the logic behind that because we're, we have a good record. Like, it's, I mean, it's not great, but it's, it's we're one, we're one, we're, we're a game behind Michigan State, and Michigan State's a lock to make the tournament, like you said. So it's like, what are they going off of? It makes no sense. I- I'm looking it up now to see if the odds have changed since this win. Because um, it has to go up. It, it it almost has to go up now. Real GM odds. It's probably not updated yet. We're no, they still have us 13 and 10. 
Yeah, we're recording like 15 minutes after this game. We're we're I'm just so psyched, bro. That was a great game. And it just feels good to win win against Sparty. It really does. Cause like Michigan State, they're not that good this year. They're like if you listen to the Michigan uh talk shows, they're all kind of they're all kind of you know feeling um apathetic about Michigan State and they're they're kind of saying, is it time for Izzo to go? Um, it feels good to, you know, potentially put the dagger into Izzo. It really does, man. <laughs> It does. It's always nice, you know. It it's it just a it was an unexpected win, if that makes sense. You saw, you know, Thursday night we get blown off the court against Minnesota, and you come into this doubleheader today. Shout out to the Lady Buckeyes, got clinched at least a share of the Big Ten championship. They're locked to host uh, round one and two of the NCAA tournament in Columbus, which I'm looking at tickets of going. Um, and and they, you know, they they get a saw another solid win against Maryland to get a share of the Big Ten championship. They beat they they beat Michigan this week. Oh. Guess what? They're the outright right champions. And then oh. it's capped off today with a Dale Bonner three over a hot, uh, over Michigan State, an unexpected win. Like did did you know? Like did you think? I texted you at halftime and I said this team is very. I think I said this team is very hard to watch. They are, uh, but they, but they, you know what? They played kind of a bogged down type of game. It was ugly, but I, I also t- texted you, I think, and I put it in the group chat. I'm like, they're hanging around. Like, yeah. they're not, like, it's okay to be down like 10. It's not, like, it's not, it's not the end of the world as long as there's time left. Like, they just got to keep hanging around and then you make a run and just steal it. And they did it. It was it, like, it's, it's, I'm so happy. The, the, the defense is, the Diebler defense, man, it's it's really it's matchup. He played. He's not afraid to go to his bench, and that's what I like about Diebler. Holtman was always afraid to go to his bench, and that's what I like about Diebler. Diebler's kind of slowly making himself making a case to become the head coach. Well, with with Diebler, what I like too, Diebler uses his depth. Holtman, I feel like never really uses depth. Diebler's not afraid to put a guy in for a minute or two just for a matchup and then play kind of like a chess game. I think, that, like, I see major differences. And I, I don't think, I like, I know some people, like, um, Matt Painter was saying, oh, there's no difference. There's differences. There's clear and obvious differences. The guy, the team plays plays way more energetic. The, the, um, you think Devin, if Holtman was still the coach, you think Devin Royal has 14 points today? Devin Royal plays eight minutes, and when he get when he gets that foul, because he had a foul early on um, a uh, like a loose ball on which was a ticky tack call by the ref. He was just trying to get like fight for the rebound. The refs, you know, that's a whole nother story. He would have probably been pulled, and it, it, yeah, it's it's it just it's different. It feels different, and it feels good. It, it definitely does. I thought it was wild that the Michigan State walk the Walker kid. Shoots his free throw, the first one misses it, and it gets stuck. And I was like, "Man, they might miss the second one, and we're going to walk out of here with victory." And then he makes it. And then I was like, "Okay." I looked at my wife. I was like, "Okay, overtime." And next, not even two seconds later, Dale Bonner throws up the three pointer. And and then you know, and when I said that, I said, "I said, man, it's going to go over to overtime." And my wife looked at me. She's like, "No, they're going to win." So shout out to my wife, you know, making that call. She called it. I, I called it too. I put, I put five, it was only five bucks because I'm not a crazy spender these days on gambling, but five bucks, 125. 
Shout out Jake Diebler. I owe you a beer or <laughs> something. I don't know what he drinks. I owe you something because <laughs> thank you. I'm just, it's just, it's just good to be excited to watch a game again. It really is. Um, and like March is going to be interesting. The ladies, you know, they're going to make, they're going to have a real chance to compete for the natty. Um, it's, I don't know. Like I'm happy. I want the ladies to win the big 10 outright. Like I, I need them to stop Michigan. I'm okay with them not making a deep run in the Big Ten tournament just because I want them fresh for the NCAA tournament. You know, like, it's like, I don't know. If you win the Big Ten outright in the regular season, it, like, there's no point, I feel like, to winning the Big Ten tournament. Well, last as, year, as nice as that is, like, I feel like they have big Last year, they, the last year, the Lady Buckeyes made it to the Big Ten tournament championship, lost to Iowa, and then made it to the Elite Eight. They made it. I mean, obviously, Iowa made it to the national championship, but there's talks where on ESPN today, we were at, I was at Roosters on Players, and they had college game day, which college game day is going to be in Iowa City, which yeah. makes – I mean, it's going to be a top five matchup, so it's not really going to mean anything because if Ohio State beats Michigan, they're going to be the outright Big Ten champions. So who's to say that this game's going to – this game next Saturday is going to be, you know, Ohio, you know, Mick Guff could be like, okay, we'll let Caitlin – Clark just go on a scoring tear, and I'm going to rest my ladies to get ready for the Big Ten Championship I, tournament. I honestly think that would be a really smart play by him. I don't care if we lose by 30. Play play the younger play, play the younger players too. Let like play Sonny Styles' girlfriend start her at point guard. I mean, yeah, no, no, because <laughs> let them let them like let the guy let the ladies not the guys let the ladies who don't have much experience. Let them play against Caitlin Clark. Like, even, like if there are backup guys, do you know how how great that would be for next year? You know, when we lose some of the the older ladies, um, just having you know players with that that experience playing against you know the goat. Like, I feel like that would be a no brainer. And get, but get how you know? But then again, if your coach would guff, be like, hey, you know, why not beat her twice and maybe put potentially three times? So it's going to be interesting because I do think Ohio State's women's are going to be their final four caliber. They just got to get that right seating. Last year, I felt like they had to go through a gauntlet by the time they got to Virginia Tech. You're talking they had to beat North Carolina. They had to beat UConn. I mean, they had to go through a gauntlet before they got to um, Virginia Tech, and I think that's why why they lost because they they beat UConn to get to the Elite Eight, and boom, they're they're playing Virginia Tech. So it's like if they could – they're going to get a number one seed, and I think they'll get us a solid draw. Um, now, the question is, we know South Carolina is going to get the number one overall seed. Which number one seed are they going to get? Because do they penalize them for losing to Iowa at the end of the year, or do they penalize them for a loss in the Big Ten tournament? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think that would be a little – you know, look at the whole body of work. It would be, I think, a little ridiculous to penalize us at this point. It, like, if, as long as it's a good team, you lose to. Um, yeah. But I also, I also do feel like you know this ladies team has a chip on their shoulder. I feel like they, you know, they they're not respected like these other programs, and uh, they're arguably just as good. I mean, like you said, they beat UConn last year. They've they've uh, beaten Caitlin Clark. They can beat anyone, and they're a cohesive, good team. Like they're they're. They really don't have, I think, a really a big flaw. 
Um, that, that's that's the thing that I love about this team is when you were watching College Game Day today, they said, oh, who are the top duos in college women's college basketball? They listed a bunch, and they didn't mention Ohio State, and I'm like thinking to myself, that's because there's a different leading score every game for Ohio State ladies, and it's because they're defense. So. But going back to the men, right now they're 16 and 12. They went out, they beat Nebraska, they beat Michigan, they beat Rutgers. They're at 19, what, 19 and 12? Yeah, 19 and 12. If they win out, they'll be 19 and 12. I mean, that's that's a good – like, teams have made the tournament. Um, didn't Michigan make the tournament one year and they had, like, 17? They were, like, 17 and 14. And I feel like our resume is a way better. Like, we yeah. beat Purdue. Like, natty favorite. And if you get, and if you get two wins – in the in the Big Ten tournament, how are you not considered? How are we, how are we not considered? No, and that, especially if we only have thirteen losses. If we have twenty wins and thirteen losses, I feel other other years we made the tournament with those exact same numbers, and literally our our wins were not as impressive. That's the truth. Like like yeah. I feel like this year our wins are so much more impressive. It's I, I mean I really hope they take into account you know D, the D, coaching change with Diebler. I hope they also. You know, taking into account just how we've been playing recently, and like it, when we make the Big Ten tournament, the like one kind of good thing is we should be able to win those games early, hopefully, because you know we're gonna be we're gonna be a low seed because like we did not do good in the conference, so we should probably have a game or two where we should easily win. Hopefully, the way you know who's really bad in the Big Ten, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are especially on the road. How are they? How are they have not fired Juan Howard yet? It's, uh, they got so many problems going on there. Like I, and like you know, like there's there's rumors that like Ward Manuel might be on the hot seat right now. Um, Their whole athletic department might be in shambles. It's kind of a nightmare. It's outside of the 2020 year, like the COVID year, where Michigan made that little run, um, and uh, and then they lost to UCLA. You are you look like you have something to say. <laughs> keep talking, keep talking, keep okay. talking. Okay. Um, I just feel like like and Jawan Howard, when you factor in he's like part of the fad five, they can't just like get rid of him like that because it's it's a whole culture thing. Um it, it, like it's like a slap in the face of the fab five. Um, and I don't think they would want to really do that again after all like the repairing of you know that whole relationship and just how that whole thing went down. I just think you know, and how, you know, Harbaugh was able to kind of turn everything around for them um, it, when they wanted to get rid of him. I think they're like hoping that Juwan is kind of the same situation. It's just, I think there's inaction for them My, is like they see as a smart play just because there's so much mystery right now and it's, they're okay with letting it play out another year. So my, 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 what I was talking about. Rutgers, Indiana, Maryland are – so right now we're a half game below Rutgers and Indiana in the, ter- in the standings. We're 6-11, they're 6-10, they're 6-10. Maryland's 7-10. Ohio State wins out. That puts us at nine wins, right? Yeah, nine wins. So Rutgers obviously plays us, has Wisconsin and Nebraska left. Indiana – has Michigan State, Minnesota, and Maryland left. And Maryland has Penn State, Northwestern. We went out. 
those three teams don't win out, there's a shot we're playing day two. And like if we're playing day, if we finish and we're playing day two, that honestly even solidifies us even more. It's like, hey, we're actually a solid team. Like it's just yeah, we everyone just jumped to conclusions way too early. And I will say the bright, the great thing is too, this team is beginning to peak at the right time. You don't want to peak in December. You want to peak in March. And Late February. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is good. Like we're, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling optimistic. And worst case, we're making the NIT. NIT. And yeah. you know what? Last year we didn't make the NIT. We, we weren't. Last even... year we didn't make anything. Yeah. So it it we'll be playing some type of postseason basketball, and that's that's honestly something I can hang my hat on, and I'm I'm happy. Sorry, Pete is trying trying to get up on the bed. Oh, Pete! Hey, timeout on the field. Timeout. <laughs> timeout on the court. Timeout for Pete. Timeout for Pete. <clears throat> Look at Say that hi, Pete. boy, the mascot, <laughs> Petey. <laughs> Pete just he's just looking at the TV. It looks like, yeah, there's nothing on it. But yeah, Pete Carmen has joined the show now. Pete has so welcome to the pod, Pete. Welcome to the podcast, Petey. But you could just I mean, we can just feel the energy like on a um and my buddy, my buddy um Alex, who's a big basketball basketball guy, he just texts me. He goes, "We have 16 wins. What are we thinking? 20 is in." 19 may have a shot. So he thinks even 19 might get us in with our resume. I think 20, 21 gets us in. A 21, we're at if if 21, if we get to 21 and we're not in, I'm gonna be what angry. a hell of hell of a run. Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be angry. I'm gonna be very I'm gonna be furious. But they are desperate. Ohio State is desperate. They are selling two for one tickets for the Michigan games. Might have $20. <laughs> $20 a ticket. You get a ticket to the women's versus Michigan game on the 29th or 28th, which Wednesday or Thursday. And then you get a ticket to the Michigan Ohio state game for men's. Or if you play $40, what is it? Like $40, you get a spring game ticket and a Michigan game ticket. So yeah. Michigan is a Sunday. So that's next uh, Sunday. I might have to, I might, we might have to make an appearance. Uh, I, I think this might be the game I show up to, actually. Let me know. I might. You know, I, I'm feeling good. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss that. We'll let's, discuss let's, after. Let's see how we do against Nebraska. That's home. a fair point. But Cass, if it comes to it, we might need you there. You are, you are the secret weapon. They don't lose when you go. Oh, they lose basketball. They lose. They lose. But when it's playing top 10 opponent, yeah. Oh, shoot. You're right. No, Michigan's not top 10. Well, <laughs> your record still still speaks for itself. Yeah, it does. It does. Speaking of records, let's, we got to talk a little bit about football. The new NCAA gate, college football game comes out this week. Rumor has it that Caleb Downs is going to be at 99 overall. Is the is he the only buck guy that hits 99? I say yes. And he might be the highest outside of Denzel Burke, who I think is probably a 95 lock. But I think Caleb Downs is a 99 is a 99. 
I feel like Omeka would be in the nineties. I feel like he would be like a ninety-two. Yeah, let's let's talk about who's in the nineties. I Trey and Quinshawn should both be in the nineties. Quinshawn and Trey, they're low nineties though. I mean, I think Quinshawn might be like a ninety-four and I can see Trey Quinshawn might be a ninety-five because he 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 he's been great. Yeah, and uh, Trey might be in like a ninety-one. Yeah, Denzel Burke a ninety-five. Uh, Downs ninety nine. Offensively, I think Emeka is a ninety two. I can see Jack Sawyer being like a ninety. Ninety, yeah. But, but finishing with the updates, I will say at the end of the year with the like the roster updates, he could be in the high nineties. Oh yeah, some of these guys will be, um, like Carnell Tate. I think he's going to be in the high eighties, but. Once the updates throughout the season come, he'll get in the 90s. The question is, is where you ranked Will Howard? 86. I was saying 85, 86. Yeah. Um, but I guess they're getting it done in the offseason right now. Uh, a little inside scoop, and I hate to hear this by my man. Um, and I did not hear this from Minnesota Sports, even though I heard it from Minnesota Sports, but I heard it, I heard this as well. Our man Aaron Nolan showing up late to workouts. Oh, um, because I guess Julian Sand is has really come in and worked hard. Um, well, it could and, just also be a maturity. Like, how much do you want, how much do you want to look at that? Because, like, you know, he's a freshman; he's just kind of getting equated. You know, I, I don't, I don't yeah, think it's yeah. fair to say that yet. Because yeah. be just a, I'm not, I'm not saying that Aaron Nolan's done like oh. but i the question question remains as right as we're a couple weeks away from spring ball actually starting when the spring game ends is which quarterbacks are transferring that's the beat that's the key um because i think and we were talking about jersey numbers the other day i think kojo and keon graves are out the door uh when it comes to wide receivers okay um i, I just when are they going to play I look at this roster and wide receivers because what we what I've been hearing about Jeremiah Smith is, <laughs> and you saw the picture. You saw the picture at, when they were eating at Nutrition Day. Jeremiah Smith is probably the nicest looking freshman we've ever had walk through the door since Chase Young. I just I just love the photo of all the wide receiver group at uh at at Hibachi, and I'm yeah. pretty, I'm pretty sure it was Kyoto, which is my favorite Hibachi place in Columbus. Um, highly recommend Kyoto. It's the best. Did you know what wide receiver wasn't there? Ameko Buka, because he was on the he was on uh, the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. Oh yeah, that's right. Him, Jack Sawyer, Donovan Jackson. Um, Donovan Jackson will be a high eighty-eight, I think. Yeah, I think he'll be the highest-rated offensive line lineman. It's gonna be fun. I cannot wait. The only thing that bugs me. Is you can't like say how you know how when you had NCAA 14, I always started off as Ohio State's offense coordinator, then get hired as a like offense coordinator, D coordinator. I actually like offense yeah. better, so I always started off as Ohio State's offensive coordinator. And then because obviously somebody uploaded the you know, uploaded Urban Meyer, you know, so I started off as offense coordinator, get hired. The but what bugs me is you can't. And they won't allow you to update the rosters or update like any players that opt out or you know 
But it's you know you know how I play in Madden and it was never Bill Belichick as the head coach of the of the Patriots. Oh yeah, or the like coaches Barry are not in it. The show. Yeah, like the coaches are not in the game, and that's what's going to bug me is the fact I don't know if it's a contract issue with all the coaches, but not a single coach will be in there. And it's like, but what if I wanted to be an offensive coordinator under Ryan Day? Like, come on now, like. Interesting. Yeah. But NIL's in there, transfer portals in there. I think 130 school out of the 136 schools are in it. Um, every single Big Ten school's in it. Notre Dame's in it. So it's going to be fun to see. And switching gears, you conference realignments in it. Uh, college football expansion is going to be it. And speaking of playoff expansion, Notre Dame. Oh, I knew you were going to – once you mentioned Notre Dame, I knew exactly. Oh, man, Notre Dame cannot get a first-round bye no matter what due to non-conference champion. And this this seems like a way to strong-arm them into a league. I've heard – I have saw that, you know, the Big Ten is really looking to add them, which would be hilarious. I <laughs> yeah, Especially if Florida State ends up out of – because the way it's sounding, if Florida State ends out out of the ACC, the Big Ten's getting Florida State and Notre Dame, and they will be done. That's what I've been hearing is Notre, they that'll put a high, the Big Ten at twenty, and they would be done expanding. Um, but this is a good way for the ACC to strong arm and say, "Hey, Notre Dame, come join the ACC," and that might rethink Florida State staying in the ACC. Um, I, I do think that would – I mean, I do think that would make the most sense just because we saw during the – we saw literally during the COVID year yeah. when we had to join a conference, they said – when, like, push came to shove, they immediately went to the ACC. And they, they're yeah. in the ACC for basketball. So I feel like that makes the most sense. So the five – so it's five conference champions will get the top seeds, right? I think it was. And then the seven at large. So my thing is, say if – the Big 12. <laughs> You're the Big 12. Your conference champion is Oklahoma State, and you go eight and four. You're going to get the five, fifth overall seed, and then you're going to have to turn around and play the best, probably the best big, second best Big 10 team or the second best SEC team. Bro, there might be some games. Oh, no, there'll be the five seed playing the 12 but or whatever. There yeah. might be some gamesmanship to this this year. Like, um, now you'd have to sacrifice a conference championship, so I don't know if you'd want to do that. But let's say you're Michigan this year, and you know, let's say Ohio State, like a, a really good program that you like are kind of worried about potentially seeing. They're like right on the cusp. Let's say they're eleven or twelve, and then you're playing like an eight and four Iowa team. You let Iowa win. That takes a bid from someone else, um, and then like you're probably you, you get the sixth seed. Yeah, I, and you host the playoff game. Yeah, because you're still if you're the highest, because if you're the highest, right? If you're the highest non-automatic birth, you would get the you would get the buyer, right? But also, too, yeah, also too, like if you look at this year, Ohio State loses to Iowa. Iowa would get the fifth seed, obviously, because mm -hmm. let's look at last year's standings. You got what Georgia, Florida State, so the locks would have been. Who won the Big 12? Texas? Yeah, Texas. Texas. Washington. 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 Alabama. And let's say, let's say Iowa beat Michigan. We'll say Michigan. 
and then Florida State, right? Yeah, Florida State. So your your four, your, your first four would be Florida State, Florida State, uh, Alabama, Washington, uh, Texas. Your fifth seed would probably be Iowa, right? If if Michigan like purposely yeah. lost to Iowa, and then Michigan would be the sixth seed. So Iowa would play would would host Missouri. Then Michigan would probably have been the sixth seed and hosted uh, Penn State. Oh no, Ole Miss, which I would have loved to see Ole Miss come up in the snow and play Michigan. And then Ohio, we would have oh Georgia. Georgia would probably be the seventh seed. Georgia would have probably hosted Penn State, which I would have not loved to see that. Um, Ohio State would have been the eight seed. We would have been playing the nine seeded. Would it, who would have been the nine seed? Who, who finished ninth? Uh shoot! Uh, now was it ten- Tennessee? Hold on. Uh, AP football rankings. I had them in. I gotta do it. Hold on. I gotta. I gotta do it. Bef- not the final rankings. Week fifteen. Um, it would have been. The ninth seed was Missouri. Oh, so we would have played Missouri. Yeah. Uh, well, according to college football playoff, yeah. The Oklahoma would have been the 12th seed. Oklahoma would have been the last team in. So Oklahoma would have played Iowa, right? Yeah, Iowa. Michigan would have played – well, no. Yeah, Michigan would have played – so they're the sixth. They would have played the 11. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Georgia would have been seven, and they would have played Penn State, right? Uh, what 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 seed would they play? It's ten. Penn State, correct. And then we would we would end up with Missouri, but we would have got Missouri at home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and also with a quarterback, and Marv would have played, and it, it would have yeah. been. A, oh, yeah. It would it, have been not even close. It, no, it, I hate I hate all the. The, like the fans are still coming at us over the cotton bowl like that they did not try like i the the more the more i reflect on that game they did not care <laughs> like, like somebody posted in this college football chat that said what is the buckeyes record between the it was oregon nebraska penn state and P- purdue and somebody's like they would go two and two <laughs> and somebody's like I, they're like did you not see what Ohio State did this offseason? Like, I don't – like, Penn State is always tough. Oregon's always tough. I mean, it's good. I can't wait to break down that when when that time comes. But Same. But, yeah. So, But a great day to be a Buckeye, changing, changing gears. No, it is, man. It's awesome. Uh, it's been uh, a pretty good week to be a Buckeye. Outside of the Minnesota loss, it's been a good week. Oh, absolutely. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else we haven't really covered? Um, I mean, there's always a ton of stuff. We keep pushing off Chip Kelly's offense because the Ohio State basketball team keeps oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, this is big Cass. Actually, I wanted to touch on this. Soccer's coming to the shoe. Uh in the I didn't see that. Uh so Chelsea. It big, it big, it, like this is not a soccer podcast. I, you know, I only soccer team I love is the crew. Uh, did they win yesterday? They did one nothing season opener. Cucho with a goal. He missed a PK though, but um, <coughs> good, good win, good win. Top of the table. We're back. Um, but Chelsea is going to come play um, Man City and the Shoe, which that's going to be a. It's only exhibition, but that's going to be an awesome game. Twenty twenty five. 
No, th- th- this summer. Literally this, this summer. summer. Oh, yeah. wow. And it's going to be amazing because I like it's funny because like once Gene Smith is leaving, has left, we get uh, a, a like a big European soccer game at the shoe and we get the stadium series at the shoe. So I'm, right. they're finally recognizing Columbus, Ohio, and the shoe is like a premier place to have these big events. It's it's great. Hey, hey Siri, call Triple H. I want WrestleMania in the shoe. <laughs> Triple H, you need to call York. Let's get because it'd be the largest WrestleMania crowd in history. I feel like they usually do WrestleMania though in somewhere warm. They're doing it in Philly this year. Okay. Tri- hey Siri, call call York and Triple H. I need a conference call right now. I I want. Hear me out. We I, I wouldn't even settle for WrestleMania. I would settle. We don't need WrestleMania. I would settle for ECW return in the shoe. SummerSlam. Sandman. Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> SummerSlam. That would be epic. Yeah. I Now, look, within a matter of a year, think about this, Dan. In a matter of a year, the Ohio Stadium – from this summer till next till till mid football season next year think about these games that are going to be playing in the shoot you got chelsea versus in the expedition game okay. you have michigan coming to ohio stadium this year you have the blue jackets versus the red wings then you have ohio state in texas august 30th 2025 that's going to be a great one. That is huge for the university. It huge. Is. It is. That's a that's, that's that's going to be a fun one. And honestly, what I what what I love about that game too, under the new like the new like the new format, the playoff format, it's not like an elimination game. You know, it's it's like we get to really see like these two teams go at each other and kind of feel each other out, but it's not like an elimination game, which like I, I hate it in the old format that you kind of got penalized or not penalized, but it was more risky to schedule those type of games. Like we obviously saw Saban kind of avoid those type of games up until the end of his career. Um, but it's, it's, it's just exciting. It's the game. Is Definitely is. So is it Julian saying versus Arch Manning? I would. Yeah. Or, or Aaron Nolan. Because you're going to still have Carrot Carnell Tate, Brandon Ennis. Uh, the only thing that concerns me is the amount of guys that are going to be leaving on defense. Uh, but it's Ohio State. No, secondary, it'll be good because you got. We would have Jermaine Matthews. We would have Caleb Downs. Caleb Downs. We would Billy have Hartford. Um, one one of the five star corners will probably pl- be starting. Yeah. Uh, um, linebacker would still be DJ Hicks. Maybe Sonny Styles. Maybe. Uh, D-line will have Caden Curry, Kanata Jackson. I, we'd be solid. We'll be fine. Well, the, the, yeah. People always step up. Definitely. Or, will be wide receiver. We'll be tight end one and just catching. Demario the- Witten will be out there catching balls. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be fine. Maybe, maybe honestly, one of the backs, like maybe Judkins returns too. You know, I, I think he would be gone, but like, Maybe he returns for his – like, maybe the NIL is just so good and he just returns. Yeah, because running backs – and it's proven. Running backs outside of – unless you're Zeke Elliott or Saquon Barkley or 
the guy that just got drafted by the Falcons that they barely used uh, from Texas, B. John Robinson. How many first-round running backs have we seen? Not a ton, and it's like their career is already kind of short, but, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, they really, they don't even really see a second contract, so it's like you might as well stay at Ohio State, get the NIL for, like, a year, another year or two, and then hit the league. And, like, yeah, you're not going to probably see your second contract, but – you know, you're, you're you're getting paid in college and then you'll get your NFL contract and hopefully you're a first round pick or second round pick for like a guy like Quinshawn. And, you know, that's good. I, you, uh, you know, do you know where I think would be really cool in the shoe um, would be an exhibit exhibition game for uh, college basketball. I love to see like, like college basketball, put a basketball court in the shoe I think it'd be really cool. Like they did on the, like, remember years ago, they did the aircraft carrier game. Yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. But the bad thing is it'd be cold outside. You couldn't really do it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Unless we can get an aircraft carrier on the whole of Tangy. <laughs> How about the Browns and Bengals play a flag football game in, in the shoe? That'd be cool. They, they sometimes do a scrimmage. I'm, I'm not opposed to an NFL game coming to the shoe. I think that would be fun. Yeah. So, oh, we got to do a shout out real quick because since we last episode, we didn't really talk about this, but former Buckeye and Denver Bronco getting inducted to the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I'm happy for him. Uh, Cass, we got about 20 seconds. Anything else you got? No. Uh, it's tournament time for high school basketball. Boys start this week. We are knee-deep in girls' basketball, so it could be fun. Absolutely. So, as all, as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. And go Bucks, baby. Go Bucks.